And that's what we both did in that, in those scenarios is like, look, I could get away with this and it wouldn't matter. Like, it's not like it's going to matter. Nobody's going to know, you know, nobody got hurt. It's not a big deal. I didn't break any rules, any laws, but I broke my, my rules, my laws. Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. Just be honest. Honesty is a virtue. It hurts at times, but it's going to save you. The truth will set you free. These sayings are there for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of the Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live podcast in our private Facebook group, How to Build a Next Level Community. Today, for episode number 681, Are You a Liar? All right, so I have a story that happened to me last night. So I often say to Kevin, and I've said it to the podcast listeners as well, that <clears throat> Emilia is the absolute love of my life, and I never, ever want to lie to her. I never have lied to her. Now, when I say that, there have been a few times where I've said something and then realized, oh, wow, I sidestepped the truth there, and then I went back and told her. And this is something that I've done a couple times, but it happened again last night. So Emilia and I are moving into a new home together, and it's been unbelievable. Obviously, I was on the road last week and we closed on the house the week prior. And so I hadn't fully moved in yet. So I went back to my old apartment. I got all my stuff and I drove to basically unload my stuff into her place. And your place. Yeah. uh, Our place. Yeah. So basically, what ended up happening was when I went, I have this kind of rule. Every single time I move anywhere, I try to get rid of old things. That's a good rule. Yeah. Out with the old, in with the new. David Meltzer says you got to create a void. The point is I don't like to have a lot of clutter. I don't like to I like to have things with utility. Like when I get a new computer, I'm going to either donate this one or get rid of this one. And by donate, I'll probably give it to my mother or someone who needs a computer. And so that's kind of what I do. So I was unpacking my jeans and my shirts and all that stuff. And basically the rule was this. I have five pairs of jeans. I'm going to get rid of one of them. Okay, I've got all these t-shirts. I have to get rid of at least one of them. Okay, I've got all of these socks. I have to get rid of some. And so I did. I got rid of them and I had a bag of them. I was telling Emilia the story later that night after we had dinner together and I was fully moved back. And basically what I said was I was telling her this and I ended up mentioning it. And I said what I ended up doing is focusing on the essentials. I ended up donating some clothes. And I was telling her the story about how I always want to get rid of one pair of jeans, one pair of socks, one pair of shirt, one shirt, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up saying that I donated the clothes. So the last time that I did sort of a purge of my life, I ended up having three full bags of clothes that I brought to my old gym, which is Impact Fitness, because there's a convenience store right next to it that has a bin where you donate your clothes. And I just basically telling Emilia this story said that I had donated the clothes when it's in reality I had thrown them out. Now the reason I threw them out was because it was 9.30 p.m. last night. I knew that we had Marathon Monday and I didn't have time to go and donate them. But what I realized, and this is the truth for all human beings, I believe, this is like a, a principle of the human condition, 
when I, as soon as I said it, I knew I lied. As soon as I said it, I knew that I sidestepped the truth. And I realized in hindsight, right after that, the reason I sidestepped the truth is because I'm ashamed of it. I believe that when we make decisions that are outside of alignment with our core aspirations, core values, and core beliefs, our highest self, aka what would the best version of me do? The best version of me would have kept the clothes in a bag, kept them in my car this week, and then donated them when I got a chance. The lower version of me threw them out. Now, it was only a few shirts, few pants, few pairs of shoes, but still, someone out there could use those, and I know that. And so when I was telling Emilia, and I sidestepped the truth and told her that I donated it when I didn't, I knew that I was ashamed. And so, of course, after that, I was like, okay, Alan, you told yourself you'd never lie to Emilia about anything big or small, and you've always come clean if you've ever said anything outside of alignment or not truthful. And so she had asked me later that night, it was interesting, she said, one of our check-in questions is, is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that's been bothering you that you wish didn't, but still sort of does? She just, it's our go-to check-in question. She'll ask me periodically. And I said, honestly, sweetheart, yeah, something is bothering me. Something I have a little bit of shame around. We were laying down together. I said, honestly, I just lied to you earlier. I didn't donate the clothes. And obviously, I'm ashamed of the fact that I didn't because I sidestepped it. And that's what this episode's about. This episode is about being truthful and how challenging that can be, especially truthful with ourselves. And something as simple as, are you actually eating well? Are you exercising consistently? Are you doing mobility? Are you doing mobility? (laughs) That we have a funny story about that as well. And I did mobility this morning. Strong work. Which I feel good about. As human beings, we, we make choices. What we say to people, what we don't say to people, what we do, what we don't do. We make choices every single day, what we do in response to what's done to us. And if those choices are things that we're ashamed of, we have to own it. Because if you don't own it and accept it, you won't change it. Shame, I think, can either keep you stuck and keep you lying to yourself and others, or it can be a catalyst for positive change. I guarantee you next time I'm going to donate clothes. And I'm not going to throw them out because this time I felt the pain of not doing that. Do you think it's it's shame for sure or it can be something else? Because for me, it's like, I don't want to say. So I'll tell my story of the one time I've lied to Taryn. But I think it's more the fact that you don't want to open up a conversation. Kind of. So okay. we, we were in the car and Alan said something about, ah, my shoulder's jeffed. And I was like, oh, really? You've been doing mobility? And he's like, yeah, 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 for sure. I've been doing that. I've been doing (laughs) foam rolling. And I was like, so what kind of mobility have you been doing? And he's like, oh, mobility. Mobility. (laughs) No, no, I haven't been doing that. Yeah. I think it's. Well, I consider foam rolling mobility. But But I think it's, I'd rather keep the door closed than open the door for vulnerability or you to correct me or to look wrong or to look. Do you know what I mean? I don't know that it's always shame. I think sometimes it's... It might not be shame because it, it might be something that someone else would consider shameful. So, for example... Um, why did you lie... Not lie about the mobility thing, but why did you... I think because I feel shame that I'm not doing it. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I, I think. Or I wanted to look good or something to you. Maybe, uh, maybe. I wanted your approval or something. It, it's interesting because it is kind of a running thing that you and I... It's like, yo... Oh, you're you're broken again? Like you do mobility? It's yeah. like, yeah, no. Nope, I haven't been. And you're so good at it. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You do it every day. So I think some of Every it... day I work out. I don't do it every day. Every day I work out. You Wait, you don't do mobility every day? Every, I, I, do, <laughs> I do it every day I work out. Oh, but okay. I don't work out Okay, gotcha. Every day I work out. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
I think there's some of it wanting approval. Yeah. Some of it is not wanting to have the conversation. Some of it is not wanting to be vulnerable. And I think some of it is shame. And I think it's a, a mix. A so chicken soup of all that. Flashback, chicken mm-hmm. soup. Flashback to um, Top Notch Live. Yeah. The brutal time in our life, but one of the best things we've ever done. I remember I was just unreasonably stressed out. So much was going on. We're trying to sell tickets. Like we're trying to figure out who's going to speak. We're doing podcast episodes. We're trying to figure out who's going to come see us, Mm -hmm. trying to get the team in, all that stuff. Taryn's laying in bed one night and I walk in from, I think it was a call because we were doing calls with everybody in the group that like we were selling tickets and whoever was going to speak. And she said, hey, how are the ticket sales going? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're pretty good. I think everything's pretty good. <laughs> and I knew that we had like, I think we had like six tickets sold. I think it was like six. Out the of, goal was 200, right? Yeah, something yeah. wild. And later I was like, so I need to talk to you. I have lied to you. Uh, I think we have six tickets sold. And I told you earlier that I didn't remember. And on she wasn't mad or anything, but it was like, yeah. Neither, I said, nor was email. Right. Yeah. I said, babe, honestly, I was embarrassed. Like I, I knew if I said six tickets sold, you I thought if I said we had sold six tickets that you might doubt me or think I'm a loser or say like, you guys are really Jeffing this because we were doing so many other things. And now it's a running joke that Tara and I have, but I had to be honest with myself because you can easily say, man, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not really a lie. I just, it was kind of a white lie. It was yeah, kind of a Where fit. do you draw that line? Right, right. Right. And I think it's, it's up to you and your standards. Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success for my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. I was talking to somebody at the event in Denver. I keep forgetting where it was. And I said, the difference between a relationship and a committed relationship is intent. Many people want a relationship, but they don't want a committed, intentional relationship where you own up to your crap. And that's what we both did in that in those scenarios. Is like, look, I could get away with this, and it wouldn't matter. Like, it's not like it's gonna matter. Nobody's gonna know. You know, nobody got hurt. It's not a big deal. I didn't break any rules, any laws. But I broke my my rules, my exactly. laws. I think you take a self esteem hit because you know. I told myself I'd never lie to Emilia. And I don't. I want that. Jeff, that was my Jeff's intention. Your yeah, it Jeff's me. It. it I, somewhere deep down, you know you're Jeffin. And Emilia ended up talking to me about something that she was ashamed of. She's like, now that you bring that up, I didn't realize I was ashamed of this, but I'm actually ashamed of this. And it was this beautiful, vulnerable conversation where we got to really connect about the truth. I don't give a shit if I'm perfect. I don't. I want to be real and truthful. And I don't mean real, like real and raw, like people say, like, I just want to be truthful. I just want to be... I want... If if the truth is something I think I have to hide, then it probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And there have been mistakes that I've made. I did a post recently, and if if you're out there listening, I would go back and look, read this post. I worked really hard on it. it was, I was on the plane, so I had like hours. Uh, and I worked on this for probably at least a half an hour, and it's just, it's not even that long. Uh, but I think it's really from the heart. It's really good. It's a picture of me kissing a gray goose handle. Mm-hmm. 
on my 21st birthday. I have shot glasses necklace around my neck, uh, my neck, and it says 21. And I was at Foxwoods, and I was kissing the gray goose handle that I got for my birthday in on the camera. And I talked about how interesting it is. Here I am, 11 years later, reflecting on that version of me, and it is. It's like really, um, yeah. I think there's some shame. I think it's just difficult to realize how how many poor decisions you made. And it's it's not like I was a bad person. I'm not saying that. Someone commented. I got a lot of comments on this. And one person was like, don't be so, so hard on yourself. It, you were 21. I'm not trying to be hard on myself. I'm just trying to understand my truth and myself. And the truth of the matter is, is that only I know that back then I wasn't really happy. And I don't think I knew how to get happy. I don't think I knew how to be fulfilled. I don't even know if I knew what fulfillment was. I certainly didn't know how to sustain it. And so, no, I don't think I was a horrible person or anything. I'm not beating myself up. I'm just, the truth of the matter is, is that I didn't make great choices in comparison to the choices I make now. And I think your relationship to shame and your relationship to your past and your relationship to your choices, it's important. Whereas, what if I was the type of person who just constantly rationalized my own bad choices? So, if you're out there listening, think about somebody who, no matter what they do, good, bad, ugly, they rationalize it. I have someone in my head, we used to call him rationalization man. And no matter what he did, I mean, literally, he ended up sleeping with one of his best friends, girls that he like was basically dating. And he still rationalized it. And it's like, where do you stop lying to yourself? Rationalize, rational lies. Yeah, maybe you have reasons why you did it. Yeah, maybe... You made a mistake. God forbid you admit it. I just don't want to be the person who rationalizes poor choices. I want to be the one who says, you know what, honestly, yeah, that was a bad choice in hindsight. And at the time, I thought that was a good idea, and it clearly wasn't. Or I knew it was a bad idea and did it anyway. Mm. I knew I wanted to donate those clothes. I just didn't do it. I got lazy. I got lazy. And that's the truth. Maybe next time I won't be so lazy. And something I want to lean into, and you and I are doing an episode next week on this, and I'm very excited about it, but talking more about clients and talking more about sales, if you're, I I genuinely believe this, this is proven true for me, if you're truthful, you'll get more clients. Yeah. I was on a, a call today with a potential client who ended up signing, and one of the things I said was, look, I won't, if you want to grow your podcast, if you want to get more clients, if you want to be a better speaker, if you want to build your business around your podcast, I can help you. If you want to run Facebook ads, I don't know that. That's just not my jam. I'll tell you what I'm good at and I'll tell you what I'm not good at. I said the same thing in Colorado to somebody. She said like, what do you think of this in terms of branding? I said, honestly, Nick Cavuto would be way better. You know, Mike Kim would be way better. Like you have these people in the room. I don't really know. What I can tell you is this, this, this about your podcast. And this is somebody who is most likely going to end up working with us. I do believe that people, people who have been lied to would rather hear the hard truth. I, I believe that. I have a belief in that. And I also think that if you have like big goals, you can't be around people who lie to you. I know. Even if it's to protect you. Like think about that for a second. You might lie to protect somebody, but what if you're not, okay, Tara and I had this conversation. What do we have for time? Um, really quickly, there's we learned about a triangle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about think about a pyramid. Actually, it's an upside down triangle. So in the top left, you have hero. 
Across from that, you have victim. And then in the bottom part of the triangle, you have villain. I oftentimes try to be the hero by not giving Taryn feedback because I don't want her to make her feel like a victim. And if she doesn't get the feedback and can't make a change, I make her the villain. We had that conversation, which was awesome. It was great. But she literally said, you're doing me a disservice by not giving me feedback because I can't grow. AKA, by lying to me, you're not helping me. You're actually making whatever the perceived problem is worse. Good for her. For it, I know. Acknowledging I that. know. Yeah. And it was powerful because it was like, I know you want the real. Yeah. I know you want the real. And you cannot get accurate results without accurate feedback or accurate truth. If you want to live your life in the truth, then you have to start by telling it. And it's not easy. But I think it helps when you're around people who want it. It definitely does. And if you're out there and you don't feel like you're a truth seeker, become one. Because I promise you, if I ask Kevin for feedback on something, I want him to tell me the truth. Yeah. Because what's the point in the feedback if it's totally sugarcoated? It's not going to help me. Like, hey, Kev, you know, do you think that I'm really good at communicating uh, to people who are emotionally driven? It's like if he tells me, I think at times you are, but I do think you could be much better here, here, and here. See, that's useful. Now I can get better. Versus him saying, yeah, man, you're the greatest speaker ever. It's like, I just want to know whatever your truth is. What's your actual perspective? And I think that's really, really critical. So the point of this episode is it, it's important for you to set the intention to be truthful. Uh, Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. Just be honest. Honesty is a virtue. It hurts at times, but it's going to save you. The truth will set you free. These sayings are there for a reason. Boom. As you heard, Alan and I both have client spaces available. I almost checked it again. <laughs> um, podcast coaching for me, business coaching for Jeff. Uh, at the end of the day, we want to help as many people as possible. <laughs> Stop it. And that's that's our goal. That's what we love doing. I know uh, genuinely, don't laugh because this is going to be a heartfelt compliment. Alan knows business better than anybody I've ever met. Uh, one of the things I learned at this event was Alan knows way more than I realized because a lot of what I learned, I already knew. So if you really want to grow your business, Alan's your guy. If you want to grow your podcast, I'd love to be your guide. I appreciate that, brother. I really, really appreciate that. And one of the other things that I learned, uh, it's interesting, is that Kevin knows more about podcasting than a lot of other people that have. Honestly, Pat Flynn knows his stuff. Um, but from all that I've studied, you seem to know more about podcasting than anybody. And your 18-point podcast assessment will prove that. Yeah, no, yeah. but seriously, from the heart here, the truth of the matter is is that proximity will change your life. If you do want a next-level life, you have no choice but to get around next-level people. You can join Next Level Nation or you can hire us. I have a price point right now that's actually a lot lower than you probably think. Yeah. And it's because if you're a listener of this show, I want to help you. Kevin and I don't just want to help high-ticket people who have money already. Um, and so reach out on Instagram. You can DM me or Kevin. Between Amy, Kevin, and myself, we get back to literally everyone. Even if it's just a free 30-minute call, no strings attached whatsoever. We're not going to bully you. We're not going to try to sell you anything. We just want to help. I actually just had one booked with a listener today, um, and I'm super, super excited. So anyways, we love to connect with listeners. It helps us. Yep. Getting to know our listeners helps us help you. So if nothing else, jump on the phone. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We appreciate you. So tomorrow you are going to hear last week's Q&A, How Do I Get Next Level Mentors? As always, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.